You're listening to Manish Vyas, podcast episode number two. Today we are talking about what does it mean to be a yogi? So let's get started with Manish Vyas explaining this interesting subject. Many asana practitioners or instructors in the West identify and call themselves as a yogi. According to you, how much valid is this? And from the true understanding of the yogic wisdom from India, is this even a title that one should use? Do you think this is also lack of understanding of yoga? From the Indian perspective, or let's say from the true perspective of yoga and a yogi, someone would be recognized as a yogi when he or she has attained the state of yoga, the state of union. Most commonly, Yoga is known as the state of union and uh, it is believed that one has to arrive at that state. But the deeper uh, understanding suggests that the union is already there. One has to simply realize that union. And once a person realizes that, he or she is in the state of yoga. Now at that stage, to be recognized as a yogi or yogini is not even a desire or a need. When one realizes that state, it is an evident truth for him or her that he or she is in the state of yoga. At that point, all kinds of mundane desires drop. In India, many people who have attained this state of union, who have realized this state of being, have been known as yogi or yogini. These people are amazing because they don't claim ever that they are a yogi. When you know what you are, you don't need to claim it. You don't need to declare it. You don't need to carry a banner or an identification around it that you are so and so. When you truly know what you are, there is not a speck of doubt. It is as clear, as evident as that the sky is blue or that you are a man or a woman. Even if the whole world goes against you, you know what you are. If that is being in a state of yoga, you know what that is. 
in that stage there is no identity which remains so truly speaking and in india what we have seen is that there are many people who have attained this state and though we would recognize and respect them as yogis but they will never uh, want that they should be called so and so or addressed so and so in fact if there is any desire like that then there would be a clear doubt if he or she has really arrived there Do you think it's possible what you're saying that people confuse yoga with asana and for them for them to call themselves yogi means that they are athletic or something like that or flexible Yes this has been a huge huge misunderstanding especially in the west uh since I have been traveling and now living in Europe it has been noticed that many asana practitioners or teachers address each other as yogis or yoginis and for me coming from india and having seen this ancient culture from its source and roots and authenticity really speaking it's a bit hilarious it's a bit funny that an asana practitioner would identify as being a yogi it's a bit like if a kid has started learning clarinet and within 3 weeks he calls himself a maestro in india if somebody has started learning music and within a few months he would call himself a pandit or an ustad you see these titles are given by somebody else who recognizes this but you cannot take on such titles by yourself simply because you are an asana practitioner so at the most if somebody wants to identify with something while practicing asana and all that they can simply know themselves as the student of asana student of yoga in even there is a beautiful word in hindi or sanskrit called sadhana and sadhak even that is a very deep word when one has really practiced something for many many years then one can be called a sadhak doing a certain sadhana so calling oneself a yogi or yogini is a far far away thing and uh, if one is a sincere practitioner of any sadhana one should actually stay away from such uh, false ideas of yogi or yoginis and if anybody calls you that or if you find yourself in any of these gatherings you should get out of there you should stay away from such misconceptions and misguidance because it is simply a sadhana and arriving at a state where one is a yogi is a long long journey and uh, to carry such ideas is a very shallow nourishment to the ego because ego always wants to carry a certain identity so 
maybe a few years ago one was a successful businessman or a entrepreneur or whatsoever and now that identity is given up but now you are a great yogi or yogini so basically the ego is playing the same game so if one is really conscious and aware one should keep totally quiet about it and simply sincerely quietly continue to practice whatever they are practicing for those people that don't know how could you briefly explain them what is the distinction or the difference between asana or exercise and yoga so it's i mean i'm a very very small entity to talk about such a vast such a amazing magnificent science of india and although i've been born and brought up there and surrounded by such wise people enlightened masters some yoga practitioners still i feel a little hesitant to talk on this subject because i think i don't know much but from whatever wisdom which has been showered from different masters over the years i can tell you that there is a huge difference and uh, to to squeeze the one dimension of asana into the vast sky of yoga is a huge misunderstanding and practically what we will call a cultural appropriation so as everybody knows that yoga is an eight fold path yam niyam asan pranayam pratyahar dhyan dharana samadhi so as you see asana is one of the one of the eight elements one of the eight limbs of yoga as i vaguely remember there are barely two or three sutras on asana in the whole of patanjali's yoga sutra so that clearly signifies that what is the importance of asana in the whole dimension of yoga but somehow i understand that because asana is the very physical aspect of the whole eight limbs the western world has somehow focused a lot on that physical part and all the postures and mastering all the postures and kind of using it as to prove something and uh, in general you know the western societies and minds have always been prominently focused on the physicality the body part to go beyond that it's not so easy while the east has always uh, focused on something which is beyond the body beyond the mind really going going to the root of everything and that is why they have succeeded and shared that wisdom from many different aspects so yes asana in india basically asana means to sit to sit comfortably so as i personally understand that asana is very good but it is simply preparing you to sit comfortably properly without moving without feeling any discomfort to go into the deeper states of meditation and even the practice of asana is a long journey so because you know many people in the west are not used to even sit cross legged while in india we have been practically doing everything sitting 
cross-legged on the floor, whether it is eating food or doing yoga or meditation or playing music or learning many other things or just sitting normally. So Sukhasana has been a very normal posture for most of the people in India. The chairs and sofas came much later in our culture. And even though they are there, but still certain things are always, always done sitting on the floor, cross legs, Sukhasana or Padmasana. So sometimes I, because I'm teaching music to students and some of them happen to be asana teachers or asana practitioners and sometimes I find that they still have a hard time even sitting cross legs while they happen to be asana teachers. So that shows that, okay, it's a long journey and one has to really slowly, slowly progress it without claiming to be a yogi, yogini, this, that. There's no need to identify with anything. Just practice your sadhana sincerely, quietly, no making any announcements and declarations and carrying all sorts of these useless identities. What is the best way to understand where one really is when one steps on this path of yoga? And why do you think there is this need in Western people to call themselves yogis? See, first of all, as I said that asana has not everything to do with yoga or being a yogi. You may not know this, and many people don't know this in the West, that while many asana teachers or asana practitioners identify them as yogi or yogini, in India, as I said earlier, that many people have arrived at the state of being a yogi, and many of them may never have practiced asana or pranayama in their whole life. And still we recognize, we respect, we worship them as yogis. And there are hundreds and thousands of examples like this. So, see the whole Eastern spirituality teaches that how ego should not be nourished from any possible way because ego is just a functional tool to to be able to function in the normal world without losing the grip on it otherwise any boost given to the ego is harmful on a spiritual journey i'm not saying that in india people don't have ego but any mind which is always thriving on this nourishment of the ego and boosting of the ego by by acquiring one identity after the another has very little chance to progress on the spiritual path i have been personally in contact with two three amazing wise enlightened beings and with years of being in company with them i can with full confidence and trust can share with you that these people are extremely simple, extremely ordinary, amazingly down to earth, almost invisible. Yes, some of the people who have um, recognized a certain light in them, a certain uh, fragrance of truth in them, we 
they they would you know show their respect they would bow down to them they would address them with a lot of reverence and love and respect and gratitude but even if that was not there these people would be still the same because they have arrived at that point where they know that there is no separation between them and the rest of the manifestation so once that state is achieved what is the need if somebody calls you a yogi or yogini they know what they are and that's all that matters even if the whole world can stand against them telling them many things it will not touch them they are like the lotus in the mud so having been around such people for many many years i can see the stupidity and foolishness of this asana practitioners and asana teachers to identify with something which is such a huge phenomenon in the in the path of spirituality path of awakening path of truth so and what happens is that instead of helping on the path such things actually hinder your growth such things actually create an obstacle the whole please understand the whole path of spirituality is to drop every possible identity every possible idea concept beliefs uh, you know there are many things that we acquire over the whole life through parents through society through families through education system through religious systems all this is a garbage and the true guru works on you so that you can slowly slowly get rid of all these things all sorts of identities which we truly are not so imagine if now if somebody starts acquiring another identity of being a yogi or yogini it's basically an hindrance and so this is not good in sufism they say that if you are doing a practice then if your right hand is doing a practice your left hand even should not know you should be that secretive about your practice but you know the ego or the mind is such that they want to make a big deal out of anything they want that whatever i do should boost my ego should boost my image should boost my personality and whatsoever so again we are using even the spiritual elements for the wrong purpose and that is like using a knife to harm somebody instead of cutting vegetables or for another creative useful purpose so in short it is better that you don't identify with such things like yogi or yogini second thing stay away from such people and people who promote this or uh, you know vouch for such identities if 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 this is used to be cool or be hip then yoga is not for you then asana is not for you then do something else where you can appear cool or you know impressive for somebody this is a silent journey to dissolve disappear and to become nobody that is really truly the purpose of this path of yoga and if really it is your uh, intention if th- that is really your destination then 
path of yoga is very good otherwise my recommendation is look for something else and that will serve that purpose yoga is the path of dissolving to disappear ultimately to be nobody